Hello, 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 and welcome to the Sports is a Job podcast, Journey of the Working Sports Professional. This is season two, episode two. So welcome to the podcast, and this is your host, Colby Castillo. Let me remind you what I do. I document my journey currently working in the sports industry, and more importantly, I bring on guests who talk about their journey, their story, and how they got to their position and level of success they have in the sports industry today. Today's guest is a graduate from the University of Redlands with a bachelor's degree in media and visual culture studies. She also attended the University of Michigan getting her master's degree in sport management. She's an individual that has done many different things in the sports industry. And currently, she's the events sales associate along with the event and fundraising sales intern with the San Francisco 49ers. This is an individual that is also navigating through the sports industry in her career. So without further ado, let's get right to the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Sports is a Job podcast. I have my special guest with me here today. So I would like to formally welcome Malia Bates to the Sports is a Job podcast. How are we doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, Malia. Again, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast. It's always a pleasure to have guests on, especially with someone who's who's done many great things and has a lot of experience so far um, navigating the sports industry. And so if you could tell, you know, if you could tell the li- listeners a little about yourself um, as far as, you know, where did this passion for sports um, come from? You know, where, where did this interest of working in the sports industry um, very re- develop? And, and just tell the listeners a little about yourself. Yeah, definitely. So I played sports growing up my whole life, started out playing soccer. And as I got into middle and high school, it became basketball, softball, and volleyball. So those are my sports. Um, played it and then didn't continue, decided not to continue. In college, I wanted to focus on my academics. But really, my love for wanting to be in the sports industry started from when I was on our newspaper staff in high school. Um, started off as just a reporter, and then I gradually became the sports uh dedicated sports report and then also our copy editor for the paper Mm -hmm. and while doing that um i really couldn't see myself doing anything else because sports reporting came very natural to me since i was very familiar with the game um i primarily reported on the football and also basketball team so i was very familiar with those sports um so it was always just very comfortable um I took that with me into my undergraduate career. The small school I went to out in Southern California, we didn't have any type of sport major. So mm-hmm. I majored in media studies in Spanish, but then I also became our sports director for our radio station. Okay. So there I was able to focus on broadcasting, um, working with the Sky Act Division of uh, Division Three Sports down there, um, just kind of building my profile that way. Then I graduated from there, decided to go to University of Michigan to get my master's in sport management, uh, which is kind of just a cherry on top for everything. I had the opportunity to work for a Division One athletic department, which is very, um, very great experience. I got a chance to meet very cool people and then also interacted with some of the athletes there who went on to, you know, declare in the draft and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed that, you know, you do have a lot of experience as far as um, the different levels of sports with Division One sports, um, with the K-Dog College radio station that you mentioned, 
and then a, a bunch of different organizations. I mean, I'm looking at your, especially when I was taking a look at your LinkedIn and then all your experience, I could go on for days and days about, you know, you got like 15 different things that you've done. So I can tell that you've tried a lot of different things. Um, and one of the things, I think one of the big things to talk about um, with you, especially in today, I think there's a lot of individuals who maybe um, have gone through four years of their bachelor's degree and they didn't major in, in sport management or um, they're going into the sports industry with with the degree um, such like the degree you have, which is not specifically in sport management. So how was that experience as far as, you know, getting different experiences in the sports industry, but having a degree that not necessarily was sport management? Did you have problems, challenges with that? Um, maybe what was the positive thing about that? What was the negative? If you could kind of like clarify and explain how that experience was. Of course. So everyone in my department was very well aware that I wanted to be involved in sports. So every opportunity that I had to do something um, that was media and sports related, I took advantage of that. One of the disadvantages I would definitely say was um, since I was so close in L.A., I wasn't necessarily able to get a lot of the internships there with the bigger teams um, just because I didn't have that sports background right off the bat. But as I began taking more classes and being involved with KDOG, and then finally for my senior capstone, I was able to take elements of my media studies degree and apply that to um, the O.J. Simpson trial, which I could go on for days talking about <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, so everyone was very, very well aware that I wanted to be involved with sports. So whatever material they were teaching, I would try and find a sports angle to it. And they were very receptive mm -hmm. of that and loved it because there weren't many people that had done that before. Yeah, and I think that's important as far as like how you were saying, um, looking at the things you're learning or the things that you're doing and taking it from like a, a different perspective. And then like if you're trying to work in the sports industry... You know, there's certain aspects and certain concepts, no matter what major it is you're doing, I'm sure you can twist it around and you can apply it to the to the sports industry or apply it to saying that I have the ability to do certain things in a sports job. Um, so with the, you know, with all these experiences that I see that you do have, you know, how, how did these opportunities come about? How did it, were these things that you reached out? Because um, I just kind of want to um, get away from the stigma that, like, uh, stigma that, you know, it seems like a lot of people um, think opportunities just fall in their laps. Um, I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'm just going to apply to one or two things and that's it. Or if there's nothing on Google Jobs or LinkedIn, like if there's nothing on there, then there's no hope for me to find anything. Um, so if you could clarify, you know, how did you get these different experiences? How did you get these opportunities? Yeah, so it was actually funny because when I went to Redlands, which is my undergraduate school, I actually spoke with the athletic director there. He said, well, you know, um, working athletics is a big time commitment and you'll have to give up spending time with your friends. And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm ready to do that because that's the career I want to pursue. Mm -hmm. um, never heard from him again. So that was my point that kind of lit the fire in me that says I'm going to prove everyone wrong yeah, that, they, yeah. that this is something I couldn't do so I pretty much I reached out to everyone who I could I went through Teamworks online um, applied to hundreds of jobs hundreds mm -hmm. um, even ones that I wasn't qualified for because people tend to see jobs they don't think they're qualified for and not apply I say apply because what's the worst thing that could happen they could say no exactly. okay then you just move on 
that's my mentality. I've always had that mentality. Um, now, when I first got my opportunity working with the A's, I was very fortunate. I applied to that on Teamworks Online. I had two amazing bosses, um, one of which works at the A's currently. The other one has moved on to the Tennessee Titans. Amazing people um, understand and knew what I wanted to do and were able to make that happen, gave me plenty of opportunities. Um, I was able to ask them any questions I may have had, and I still keep in contact with one of them today. Mm -hmm. So I think that was just, that was a really tall tale for me where if people were doubting me, then I was just going to prove them wrong, go out and make my own connections and build my own profile from that way. That's like the... um I think a lot of people, when you tell them you're gonna work in the sports industry, they they're, they're like, and eh, like you'll, they they probably think like, oh, you'll probably give it a try for one or two years and then switch over to something else, just because. I mean, when you first get started, we're all small fish in such a big pond. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, what what do you think is? I mean, you kind of talked about you built relationships where wherever you went. So, what what is your view on networking and and building relationships with? individuals who were probably in positions a lot higher or, or just individuals in the sports industry in general? That's the best way, honestly, you can go about um, getting any type of job, any type of advice, anything you have is to go out, network with people, connect with them on LinkedIn, um, send them a message say, hey, I see that you're in this position with this organization. I'm really interested just to learn from you. Do you have five or ten minutes where I can hop on a call? There's so many people that are willing to talk to you. And I also met um, one young woman, amazing young woman, who works in Dallas. Um, met her, just randomly found her profile on Instagram, sent her a message, hop on the call with her. And that was probably one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten from anyone. Just speaking with her, um, saw how she built her brand, how she built her company. And that's one person who I know if I had any other questions, I could reach out and talk to her about anything. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it goes into the same thing about how, you know, you were talking about you applied for a hundred different jobs. I mean, what's the worst thing you could get, right, is a no. And I think it kind of applies to the same thing where, um, you know, this networking thing, especially on LinkedIn, like, why not reach out to individuals that, that hold positions or um, are doing things that you wish you could do, you know? The lead, the, the worst thing exactly. that they can do is is not reply at all or even say, oh, I'm sorry, but, you know, I just don't have the time to really talk to you about things. And that's the worst thing. You get that, you just move on. And then, but then, if like how you said, if one individual says yes and you have this phone call with them, I mean, one, you could get advice that's life-changing or two, an opportunity can come from it. And three, I mean, it's just it's just important, you know, building these relationships that can help you out that you can help them and you can um they can help you and you know these healthy relationships surrounding yourself with um successful people and so i kind of want to get into um you know looking at your different experiences if you could talk about maybe what was your what was your most favorite um experience or favorite job these past couple years or through your whole career so far Oh, gosh. You know, this one, I would have to say it was out of the sports industry. Um, when I worked at a tech company for almost a year, uh, the corporate communications intern, I was able to get so much hands-on experience, um, able to lead my own projects, really take advantage of everything that company had to offer, 
and build out um, a program for their sales kickoff of it. And I really don't believe if um, I had been in any other company, I would have been able to do something like that. But because they were still small and growing at that point, I really had the opportunity to just take advantage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I think, I don't know if you feel the same way, but as far as, you know, I, I, I do appreciate the education I got with my bachelor's degree um, and the education I'm doing now enrolled in the graduate program. But I have to say, you know, the hands-on experience when you get into these different experiences, whether it's an internship, part-time job, full-time job, you know, this hands-on experience really teaches you a lot of things that you necessarily probably wouldn't be able to learn in your your, your graduate study, your school studies. Because, I mean, one of the things I really kind of um, took away from, you know, going through the, the, the bachelor's, uh, my bachelor's degree and my graduate school, you know, a lot of these things they talk about, um, they're theory-based. You know, a lot of these are theories or theses, exactly. and they're talking about um, you can probably use this leadership theory in this situation. You know, it's not necessarily whether or not it's going to work. You know, it may or not may not work. You just have to try it. So, you know, having these different hands-on experiences, one, you're able to see what exactly um, put your skills to use. Um, you're able to discover what things exactly you need to learn, and then you can go back to the drawing board and go back like, oh, you know, I did this internship with blah, 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 and I noticed that I was great at this, but I'm lacking in this area. Exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I think that's important. You know, I think that's important for all um, all people to hear, whether, you know, especially for, for people who are in their freshman or, or sophomore years of college. You know, go out and try different internships. Go out and try different experiences. Because right now, you don't have to have your whole plan figured out. You know, it's not... It's not required you for you to understand what you're going to do 10, 20 years down the road. But to begin that process of trying different things, I think that's going to help you once you get to your, your junior or senior year. Uh, once you get to graduating, you know, you'll have a good idea of what your passions are, what you're good at, um, what are the things that you need to work on. And you can really go on full on attack and, and really reach those goals and whatever dreams it is you have. Um, so I kind of want to go back to, you know, what you're currently doing. I mentioned it um, in your introduction that you currently work for the San Francisco 49ers. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so if you kind of can clarify what exactly your position is and then kind of clarify, you know, what it is you do on a day-to-day basis, um, you know, kind of tell listeners, you know, this is what I do, um, this is what it's like, and just kind of explain what your job is. Yeah, so um, currently I work at the Niners uh, within their foundation, which is a nonprofit side, so it's within the Community Impact Department, and I'm an events and fundraising intern. So pretty much no two day is the exact same, and since uh, we've been in playoffs, everything has been a little crazy, but typically what I do, um, I work with our event coordinator and also our event operations manager, and really just help them with whatever they need in terms of putting on events. Um, The foundation has a few major events throughout the year, one which happens before the preseason begins, Um, the next which is a bowling event that um, members of the team attend, and we have a big event in March called Golden Getaway, and then we have two other smaller events, which is picnic on the field, and then also just events during training camp as well in July. Mm-hmm. So I'm just running around helping them. Um, one of my main tasks now, I am in charge of our auction for our big event called Golden Getaway in March. So I'm going out and procuring a bunch of items, 
memorabilia and putting it all together um, because all the money we raise at this event will be going towards our eight beneficiaries we support. So it's very important to me that we raise as much as we can um, just because each of these eight are very important to us as an organization. So we want to make sure that um, their funds are covered. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you have a lot going on with all these events you listed, but I think it's an, it's a great thing you guys are putting on events to fundraise for a great cause. Uh, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot right now. Um, do you have – what's your favorite NFL, NBA, and MLB teams, if you keep keep track with those? Oh, yes. I am a diehard Lakers and Dodgers fan, um, so a little bit upset with the MLB scandal going on yeah, right now. yeah. Uh, and then football, I have to say now the Niners, just because they were the first NFL team to give me an opportunity. And really everyone within an organization treats you like family. Um, even if you are an intern, they treat you like family. Make sure that you're not left behind, willing to work with you, mentor you, and answer any questions you may have. Just really develop yourself and take you to the next level. It's got to be a it's got to be a, a very interesting and amazing experience to be working for a team who who's making a deep run in the playoffs right now. Yes, it's very very exciting. Um, there hasn't been much excitement with the organization the past couple of years, so it's really nice to be taking advantage of this opportunity and just working for them at a time like this. Last week, our boss mentioned um, to just stay in the moment. That's mm-hmm. one thing I really like um to think about and to consider not many people are in the position we were in so just live in the moment moment enjoy everything and just take it all in exactly so what would you say has been your uh favorite moment uh with this job so far you know really going to the games and seeing how the fans uh, interact is just insane <laughs> on game days i'm primarily in um, one of the club spaces so i can't always see what's going on on the field but i can listen to every fan and their reaction so i can tell exactly what's going on and i have i don't even have to watch the game because they're so into it i can tell what's going on you can tell when they score a touchdown or give up a bad exactly. play but <laughs> yeah, I I actually, you know, I, that's one of the good things about, I think, um, working in sports when you get into that game environment. I mean, there's nothing that you can, nothing that replicates what goes on and the passion that fans have, especially at these sports, um, all these sporting events. And so, you know, again, this podcast, you know, it's really about bringing on guests such as yourself. And we talk about their journey and their story of success. Um, that way, others who are listening, whether or not be you're thinking about getting into the sport industry or you're working in the sport industry, they understand that there are different options and different paths, you know, to to success in the sports industry. So, talking to yourself, if you were to give advice to yourself three, four years ago, um, what would it be? That's funny that you asked that because I was actually just thinking about. Um this question this morning where are you and it would probably be to just just keep going even though when it seems the opportunity may not be there or people won't give you the opportunity to prove yourself just keep going because somebody will somebody will eventually hear you somebody will eventually hire you 
but don't let don't get discouraged um very easy to do working in the sports industry because there's not very many positions that become available but mm-hmm. just keep going work hard and if you work hard you'll see your results exactly and i think i think all of us and i can speak for myself you know i think three four years ago patience was something i i lacked and even now even now i'm working on being patient you know i, I sometimes we, t- we think we're playing this short-term game, but really this is a long-term game. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. Um, you know, opportunities are going to come, but as long as whatever it is you're doing currently, and if you focus on the now, if you're doing it well, and you're doing it to the best of your ability, somehow, some way, someone's going to notice that, and someone's going to give you an opportunity that you can't pass on. And I think, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast um, and embarking on this journey of spreading the message of that there's different paths you know there's different paths and different stories and different journeys that everyone goes through in the sports industry and for yourself um you know you went to school in in california you went all the way to university of michigan getting your master's degree and you've bounced around different organizations and so like everyone's got a different path you know for myself i was born and raised in hawaii um, I moved all the way out to Minnesota, continued my football career, my education out here. And then here I am, even after graduating, I'm continuing my sports career. Um, now continuing my sports career here still in Minnesota. So, I mean, it's this wonderful thing. The sports industry, it gives you so many opportunities, so many things to be grateful for. It'll take you all across the country. It'll take you to meet so many different people. And I, I, I'm fortunate enough, and I'm sure you can say the same thing. You're fortunate enough to work in the sports industry and to work um, doing something that you're very passionate about. So again, I, you know, I appreciate you, Malia, coming on, hopping on the podcast. You know, you have a lot of great things to say. I think a lot of the listeners will be able to relate to, to what you're doing. If not, they'll be able to take your advice and run with it and, and mold their own sports career journey, um, through it. So again, thank you for coming on and listeners, you know, thanks for listening to sports is a job podcast. And until next time, and as always, we are all on our own individual journeys, but you are not alone. And until next time, I hope you find success in whatever it is you're doing and get after it. And I'll see you guys all again.